Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by James Dowse. Hi, Scott and Josh. And Josh Brown, giving it away, oh, James Dowse. Ah, you spoiler. spoiled Sorry, it, everybody. my presence. The third Sorry. member was more coveted than an MCU cameo appearance, and you've just given it away, James <laughs> Dowse. Brown will return. <laughs> Not to worry. Speaking of things that I can't even make this work as a segue, but speaking of things that aren't going to happen, Mr. Jules isn't going to do the UBP on Friday because he's got the COVID. Oh. So we wish the man very well. Hopefully he's going to get better very soon. The UBP will return next week. I'm mentioning this because this is the main World Culture Gaming podcast, but we still thought we'd do a bunch of questions, all sorts of different things, all sorts of different topics, because that's usually what me and Jules do on a Friday, and there are many, many questions left over from the amount of times that we ask for things on a Friday, and we have many things to dive into. So we'll get through as many questions as we can. Um, first one by Mr. Happy, who says, Hot take, I think Sonic 2 is the best Sonic piece of media we've had since Sonic Unleashed. Sonic James Dell. Sonic to the film. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree. Really? <laughs> yeah, absolutely God, agree. God, like, Wait, since, you... Sorry, since Sonic Unleashed. Since, yeah, since Sonic, he's not classing oh, Sonic no. Mania, which you, is kind of... He's wrong there. He's a little bit crazy, <laughs> yeah, isn't he? He's completely yeah. wrong with all of that. Mr. Actually. Happy. Yeah. Mr. Crazy. No, sorry, Josh. Go on. Now I'm just going to ask, what is this cult that everyone has entered in because <laughs> yeah. everyone is going nuts off yeah. Sonic 2? Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't. It was... Oh. Uh, it is a bit of a cult. Oh, but, go on. Give your wrong opinion. Go on. What do you mean? It's a wrong opinion. It's a good film. It's a fine film. Best film since Sonic 1. (laughs) (laughs) The best of the Beatles. Spike the mic there. I was way too close. I was not expecting that. That's fine. The compressor will do its job. I think in regards to, I don't know, the movie I just thought was fine. I had a lot of fun. It did spark in me an absolute insane love of Sonic, though. But I don't know how much it is me remembering how much I loved Sonic when I was a kid versus just how little other anything there is to play right now, or there hasn't been for the last few weeks, where I finished Elden Ring, and then I just, as I've said many times on the podcasts, plural podcasts, I've played about 30 years worth of Sonic games <laughs> in a row, including Sonic Lost World, which is horrendous. But I just, I can't get out of it. Sonic Unleashed, what, 2008, I think that was? As you believe. Since then, Generations, fantastic game. Gen- Sonic Generations, let me do a hot take, Go is on. the second best Sonic game of all time. Sonic 2, number one. Sonic Generations, number two. I don't really have anything after that. Just Sonic... Sonic Mania, I don't really count that because it's like a remake of like okay, one, two, three. Yes, like, yes, if, yes. yeah, Sonic Mania is like a default number one. It exists outside yeah. of the actual ranking. Sonic Generations Final Boss is horrendous, but everything else is immaculate. That game is stellar. Yeah, stellar. No, I'd agree, with that. I'd agree I, with that. I need to get in on this because yes. I was in a hotel room a few weeks ago and Sonic the Hedgehog 1 yes. was on the television and I watched five minutes of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie to you boys, 
I turned over the channel to watch the snooker instead. Oh, I, I wanted a bit of Ronnie O'Sullivan in okay. my life. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I can't argue with that. I mean, you know, oh, it's Ronnie uh, S. The Hedgehog. Sadly, not only John Virgo, but it, you've got to you've got to make do. I don't with know you what can. that means. What does that mean? John Virgo, Virgo used to do all the trick a shots. Snooker man. Yeah, he was a snooker man. Do you know snooker? Back on uh, on Big Break. Shockingly, with uh, him who shall not be named, and then also John Virgo. I don't John know Virgo, do you put it? You put a you put a pool ball or a snooker ball in a bag, brown bag, and then you would like move it, and then you just hit the other ball, and hit the other ball in the bag, and then it would go in the pocket. It was you great. Sonic off, and you didn't even know this. There are so many like conversations we have in this podcast where I kind of <laughs> know what's going on. This is the only one in four years where I have no idea what you've just said. This is a fever dream. But also, what did you see in the Sonic movie that made you turn it over? Was he when he when he was doing the little floss? Uh, he wasn't Ooh, flossing. He does do um, a little floss. Does he do flossing? He does a little floss as well. Yeah. Right. It's horrible. Okay. It's a horrible time. Okay. Yeah. It was just what's that guy called? Is he called like? Jim Carrey. Some, <laughs> I know who Jim Carrey is. Ben uh, something Marsden. Uh, the James Marsden. James Marsden, the guy who plays Cyclops. Yes. Yeah, he was kind of there, and I was just like, is, why is this so grey? Like, the first Sonic movie was greyer Sonic's than blue. I expected. He's blue. Silver the Hedgehog the is grey. doesn't look as colourful as I want a Sonic the Hedgehog it's movie a road to trip. Wrong. It's just a road trip movie with a... CGI hedgehog. I like that they're sort of best mates in that first one. I like that they're just two dudes on a road trip, and then in weirdly in two, he's like, "I love you, Dad." And I'm like, "Yeah." Just if I just said that to Josh, I mean, maybe I get away with it with Josh, but it just—I was just like, "That's just random." I said, like, "No, I like your relationship being lads yeah. on the road, lads on tour, not like yeah. turning it into this weird adoption thing." Yeah, it's odd. I've forgotten. What was this question? The question was that Sonic 2 the movie is the best piece of Sonic media we've had since Sonic Unleashed. And we are agreeing with that, yes or no? We might Not have since Sonic to. Unleashed. Okay. Sonic Unleashed was 2008, so we've got like yeah. 14 years of Sonic games. Yeah, I will say Sonic Generations beats it. Absolutely. Easily. Yeah. But okay. Sonic 2 the movie was a nice time. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd recommend it to Josh if he hated number one that well, much. I, I hated five minutes of isolation. Yeah. Number yeah. one. So I maybe. don't know if Sonic 2 is going to bring you back, though. Oh, it <laughs> brought me back. But I never <laughs> left, though. That's true. So No, we do live there. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah I am in the boat. Yes, it's a, it's, it's a thing. We've got more, more Sonic yeah. questions. Now, I had to tone these down when me and Jules were going through them because I felt bad I was bombarding him with them. But I know that James Dowes is a big Sonic fan. I know Josh isn't necessarily, <laughs> so he's going to get further bombardment. Next question from Jack Asbury. If Jim Carrey does retire from acting, do you think the next Sonic film can get by without him? This is an interesting question. Oh, Mr. James Dowes, do you He'll again? be in it. Do you think he's going to come back yeah. considering he's talking about retiring? Do you think he he'll... Won't. He... I saw him saying he wants to be fat Robotnik, which okay. I'm like, why not? If you're going to yeah, do, yeah, yeah. you've done this so far, come back as big rotund mm -hmm. Nick. Or it could just be a robot, robotic Robotnik where he's not actually in it and it's just his mm. voice, maybe. Or like some know. weird algorithm. I don't know. Luke Skywalker thing. Knuckles isn't an idiot like he was at the end of Sonic 2. I don't just, mind that. Okay. It's a bit like how he is in Sonic Boom, which I've I've kind of come around okay. on. What's yeah. your opinion, Josh? I um, <laughs> Would he do it if Robotnik was CG, is my question. Ooh, would he okay. come back maybe. as a voice, you know? Okay. I, don't I don't mean, know. he just said, I don't forget, I forget what his exact quote was. I don't think he's necessarily saying, I'm officially retiring from, retiring from acting. I think yeah. he just said he wanted to take a break or something, yeah. which is also what Benedict Cumberbatch said. So I think they just want to get away from it for a bit, all this weird CG madness. Well, my question then, on top of this question, mm -hmm. is um, do you want to see them You, I know Robotnik is obviously, you know, the most iconic Sonic villain. Yes. But can you use the same villain in a movie franchise three films in a row? Is that not overkill? Sega's been using Robotnik for 30 years. Jim Carrey is like one of the main draws of that film. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Remove him and then who we got. I, I totally, totally agree, but surely you're going to call time at some point and introduce some new villains. I think they try do. Something different, That's man. the point, yeah. But, but who do they do? Like, so like I said, they've had, like, every time they've tried to do a different villain in the Sonic games, it's yeah. barely worked. Like, the Lost World, which I'm playing right now, yeah. has the those weird evil alien men, and they're mm. just, they're nothing compared to... No, you got Metal Sonic, you got Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow's Hedgehog. one of his mates now, anyway. Yeah. Still hanging out. Oh, is he? I think so. Oh. On the old friends? He talks to him in Sonic <laughs> Adventure 2. Yeah. That sounds... 
you know, Delightful. fascinating. I'm a big fan of Shadow the Hedgehog, the best <laughs> Sonic game, so maybe I'll come back for that. Since I hope, Unleashed. Considering, well, yeah, considering the amount of stuff they're doing for the 31st anniversary, I like them yeah. just sort of rolling it around again. I'm just like, ah, COVID, let's do it again, 31st anniversary. Um, why don't they have a Shadow the Hedgehog 4K 120 frames a second Good re-release? Lord. On the Series oh, X. Good Lord. My friend. Two people will buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and two people will love it. <laughs> That's got to be done. Damn right. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of, um, well, I promise we'll get, over, we'll get over Sonic questions. There is one more Sonic question. But <laughs> for this one, um, that idea of, because I guess for, like, for both of you, for Josh initially, Sonic, how much was Jim Carrey ever getting you in? Oh, it, does that, is, is that one of the reasons you might see it? Big time. Like the only thing big I tash. know, apart from the five minutes of Sonic 1 that I watched, is yes. the end credits where he, you know, he threatened to return. He had his mustache and he was going to come back in yes. a big way. So when, the trailers for Sonic 2 dropped and Jim Carrey seemingly had a, a wilder role should we say it was more of the focus there's so much unscripted stuff yeah. they just let him go like the yeah. idea of that is something that almost made me see it in the mm. end I just didn't because I didn't have time but mm. he's absolutely a draw for someone on the periphery like me it's interesting because if they get rid of him like if he I think he'll do one more and then I don't know what you do after that because the movies are, sorry the Sonic movies are making insane amounts of money it's mm. like ludicrous how much money they've uh, made so far but I don't know yeah I don't know what you do because like Sega slash uh, Paramount or whoever it was that uh, funding this stuff is going to want a Sonic 4 or as many yeah. as they can possibly do and I imagine Ben Schwartz and I mean Tails is already the voice actor from the games anyway Idris, um, Idris might do a bit more he's only just come on board well, he's so, doing the uh, Knuckles TV show mm, yeah so it's going to be all fleshed out and everything I don't know as a, as a Sonic fan who would you, well, what do you what would you do what would you do it completely Robotnik? depends who the voice actor for Shadow if Shadow mm. is in the next one Hint, hint. Well, he's in the credits. Oh, I didn't want to spoil He's it. in the post <laughs> for I the hardcore. Hint, hint, any but, uh, hardcore Sonic fan <laughs> has seen this movie already. Well, either way, uh, they'll get somebody to voice Shadow, someone mm. cool, you know. Jack Black. Me. Yeah. Mm. Well, Gilbert's gone now, isn't he? Gilbert Godfrey. That would have been an outstanding <laughs> voice. But That's, uh, you know, straight from Aladdin to Sonic. <laughs> it's, <laughs> a, it's a straight career path. Um, final Sonic question. We'll do this one quicker by Edward Shiraz Hands. What is the best Sonic game Mega Drive only? Sonic 2. What does that go from? Sonic 2 to one? <laughs> Sonic, Sonic 1, three. 2, and 3. Oh, okay. <laughs> or you could have Sonic and Knuckles as the plug-in. Uh, Sonic Mania. I don't know. Sonic have to go 3, to... I guess. I... Really? 3 over 2? Yeah, sure. Oh, interesting. Sonic I... CD, I'd personally say, but okay. That's not on the Mega Drive, though. Yeah. That's, um, Josh That's that one you had Josh. to plug in to one of them where it was became yep. like Sonic and Tails. That's Sonic 3. and Knuckles. That's the yeah. one I want, Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> That's the little add-on Why? thing. It's a good gimmick. Okay. Really it is a very good gimmick. gimmick. Yeah. It's a very money-first gimmick of like, <laughs> pay us again so you can get one more character. Um, Sonic 2 for me, I think Sonic 2 is the best one okay. in 31 years. Um, next question from Luke Cullen. If all the PlayStation mascots, e.g. Kratos, Ellie and Joel, Aloy, Spider-Man, Nathan Drake, etc., were all in a room together, what do you think they would do and what do you think they would talk about? I money, I imagine. Money? Mm. Yeah. They're not talking about money. Really? Well, I didn't talk about franchise deals. Kratos has no need for money. <laughs> no, I suppose not. That man just likes to punch and rip. Yeah. He wants uh, gardening tips. <laughs> he's got his little hut and he's, he's got yeah. his things to do. I think, and I hazard, I hazard a guess, Nathan yes. Drake would be an insufferable drunk and yes. ruin the party. Yeah, yeah, he Nathan would, drunk. He would have, he would have too much of the sauce yeah. and everyone else would be like, what's this guy doing, man? Yeah. Like, get him back to his hotel. He's, he's Nathan Drake, he'd go too far yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, he'd be the one that you'd just be waiting for Elena to come and get him. He yeah. absolutely yeah. Would. Yeah. That, that, would. That excruciating time, that 20 minutes between you've got to wait for him to get picked up. I've yeah. been watching a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm and mm. I think he would be like Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm and uh, Elena would be like his wife Cheryl in that. Every one of those things, apologizing for him. Where like someone is like his uh, someone who actually who you want to stay has to then go and take care of him. Like Aloy or Spider Man has to go and help him to the car and everything, but that ruins the energy of the rest of the night. 
It just happens. I think I think Spider-Man and Nathan Drake would have a lot to talk about because they've both got a lot of adventures. Yeah. They're both, you know, quite handsome young mm. men, very witty, very quick. I think that they would team up and they would be able to talk about, you know, this gold that they got, this weird supernatural mm. zombie that they encountered. <laughs> Spider-Man's got Venom and Reiner and all of this stuff. I think they would f- break off and form a clique and um, Kratos would be very annoyed with him. Kratos yeah. would sit in the corner. I think Ellie and Joel, I think Ellie might be a bit of a drag. I think she, well, she, she justifiably so. Yeah, justifiably so. I think what, both of them probably what just sit What version of Joel? Like, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's whatever, two, kind of whatever scenario you would like. <laughs> yeah, I guess you just want to go with mid in between Last of Us yeah. 1 and 2. Where it's, Abby uh, will be there, just, you know. Yeah. Abby and Ellie just Wait arguing. Take a shot. Yeah. yeah. Just hanging out, getting the drinks Astro in. Astro could be there. Astro. I'd love Astro to be there as the yeah. second best PlayStation exclusive yeah. of the PlayStation <laughs> 4 generation. Yeah. 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 He would be the life of the party. Anytime mm-hmm. something <laughs> threatens to kick off, little Astro would come in. Skate in. He would skate in. Little pirouette. And he would put the family back together. It would be a good time. Yeah. Calm down, lads, he says. Crash yeah. Bandicoot would we'll have... not be there. He's not be there. Well, what? He's <laughs> on loan. <laughs> no, he's on loan. So yeah. do we not include... He's escaped the Activision jail. Yeah, but do we not... Yeah, exactly. Do we not include like former Employees like are they not no, allowed back allowed for the Christmas? There, yeah. and Christmas I guess he party? he was a good lad when he was here, so exactly. I guess he can come back. He's yeah. an icon. Surely he gets an honorary invite. He gets to have one of the free glasses of uh, Shambers. Right, he comes in. He does. Spyro's there too. I'm assuming. Spyro, no, because yeah. Spy- like, that's the same deal. Yeah, but he's less cool. Okay. Oh, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that. Yeah, Squash, okay. well, yeah, Crash is cooler than Spyro, but not by much. Well, mm, Spyro's little face. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a drinking age. He's not allowed to beat this party. He yeah. he can handle it. He can handle his liquor. Spyro can handle his liquor. I'm I don't know saying. if that's true, man. I think he'd be fine. Because um, I've got some assistance. We we talked about the best exclusives. I want to know Mr. James Dowser's quick thoughts on Astro Bot being the best, second best PlayStation 4 exclusive uh, of the generation. Definitely agree. You guys yeah, have been... But number one is Returnal. Is that true? <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. Are you doing this just to play us nope. off? He's doing a little I, thing. I assure you, I've put so many hours into that game. Love it. Love oh, every second of that game. I've never had such whiplash of I've never felt so betrayed. Yeah, loving no, you love in it. an instant. I'll Great. take that. That's fine. That's I fine, like my I, old friend. I feel like I've got to say, the only reason I ever played it was because you gave me a free copy, one mm. of you, and I'd have never bought that. It'll be some sort of review code thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have never bought that. No, as well you shouldn't have done. But because I got it for free, yeah. I can't recommend it. Enough. And yet it still was a waste of money. Yeah. Uh, it's hard for that, that but is it's, just, it's just that bad. That so. is just so not true. Well, well I mean, it's, it's hard to... I mean, my to... opinion's not... I didn't like Deathloop, so it's one of those... No, neither did I. That game's terrible, so yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. Sadly, that does reinforce you. don't listen to me, don't listen to me. feel yeah. ganged up on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I set up the pins there, and then I threw the ball back into my face. <laughs> but <laughs> I'd bring that person to the party. The Go person on. from Returnal. What were they called? Celine, I think she was called. Yeah. Yeah. She's sort of lost in her own mind for the most part. She's got cool tech, though. Nice yeah. dolls. Yeah. yeah. Great voice actor. Great voice actor. Mm-hmm. Have a nice time. Anyway, next question is from Roy Mutombo Turner, who says, if someone hasn't played a classic game and it's about to be remade, should they play the original first or wait to see if the remake is a total fire a la 13? Now, this is a great oh. question. It is a great question. Josh, have you played Final Fantasy VII yet, mate? <laughs> hey? I've played the only version that matters, the remake. Well, you didn't play the original one then, did you? <laughs> hey? Well, obviously, I'm biased because I played the Final Fantasy VII remake before um, playing the original, yes. and I had no intentions of playing the no. original until mm-hmm. after I played the remake, so I'd say it's entirely... And that was in 2019. It's entirely what you can stomach, and it's, it's entirely dependent on what genres you prefer, mm. IMO. Because, say, if you're playing Resident Evil 2, the original versus the remake... 
they're such radically different games, even though they're based on the same source, that, you know, you might not like the uh, tank controls, tank controlled mm. survival horror style of the original, but you might prefer the kind of Dead Space, um, later Resident Evil style of the remake. Mm. You know what I mean? So if whatever, ultimately, go IMO with whatever appeals to you the most, and then that will open the door to the thing that you might not have initially been interested in, if True. that makes sense. Then you like might, Final Fantasy VII. Exactly. Yeah. Then you might end up trying a genre or a type of game that you wouldn't have if you hadn't played the one that appealed to you in the first place. Turn-based combat. Turn-based <laughs> combat. one JRPGs. Maybe, it maybe it's your kink. You never know. Maybe it's your thing. You might I, love it. I... I will Monday morning I come in he goes I've played Dragon Quest 8 I love it now I'd love that Fish James House thoughts on uh, um, doing this I remember way back when when Tomb Raider, uh, Tomb Raider Anniversary came out Ooh, you remember that game yeah uh, I adored the trilogy the first one two right. and three back in the whatever the year that was <laughs> um, Anniversary terrible in my opinion I hated it really yeah so what? I Okay. Yeah, I just, what I did, so before that came out, I just went, you know what, I'll play one, two, and three again. I was like, this is great. Played Anniversary, went, oh, I'll go back to the original. <laughs> so sometimes the original is actually much better. Yes, Ooh, I would agree. Make. Yeah, I mean, I would always say that if you can get access to those original games, even if you don't complete them or whatever, yeah. I would always say you should dip your toes in it just to see what they're pulling from. Because I just think, I always think regardless, that will help with whatever they've remade. Even if you didn't finish much of the original RE2, for example, um, you can see what they've pulled from, whether it's locations or characters or uh, pieces of music or something like that. Uh, Ocarina of Time 3D, mm. great remake. Yeah. Uh, Majora's Mask 3D, not a good remake. <laughs> no, but that was a terrible game initially. Yes. So it's, uh, what can you do? Yeah, so it's one of those. Like, Thanks there's no one in the room to batter us. We can get away with such things. I too hate Majora's Mask. It's not great, is it? No. <laughs> what I would say, though, is that if you try something and you don't, say if you try a remake and you don't necessarily like it, mm. still try the original because in yes. oftentimes those seemingly subtle changes are radically enough that you might not enjoy one but really, really enjoy the other, like you said. You I know, think as well, Elizabeth, there's a big preservationist streak in me that just would always push you towards the original. Like, I can't think of that many games where the remake has outshone or literally replaced the originals. Like, Crash Trilogy? I was thinking that I was going to... Not the Crash Trilogy, because I don't Spyro like... Trilogy. Spyro Trilogy. totally. Spyro. I don't like how they changed the Crash physics like that. I really hate what they did with Crash 1 and 2. But the Spyro Trilogy, absolutely. Um, but something like Final Fantasy, like, they're so different. Like, you know, if you play the original, you'll still get something completely different out of it than you do with the remake. Um, so, yeah, I guess all three of us would say, try if you can to dabble in the originals <laughs> and see what you can get from them. Um, next question from Schmanz Schmilliamson. Is Speed Racer the best love action anime movie? Yes, yes, it is. It's you been a Josh. long, long time since I've seen <laughs> it, but I love the reappraisal of that movie in recent yes. years. I think it was a film YouTuber and critic Patrick Willems who did a video mm. on why it's like awesome. Oh, is that why it's doing the rounds it. again? Uh, maybe. I think, I think it was again. a little, I think that was a few years ago, perhaps, mm -hmm. but I know he's uh, championed it for a while. And it's just kind of like, for me, it's like the Wachowski sisters are doing, um, were doing stuff in that period that you just don't see accomplished now for better mm. or worse. Like, yeah, it's goofy. Yeah, it's completely over the top. But like that has a vision behind yes. it that so many blockbusters now just don't. And I think we can appreciate that now in 2022 way more than we could back in. I feel like there were a lot of attempts to do live action anime and hardly any of them work. I remember watching a movie, I think it's pronounced Kassun or Kassun. 
It's like C-A-S-S-H-E-R-N. And that was, I remember everyone watching that in high school. It was like, oh my God, it's live action anime. And there's some really cool shots in that. But I remember going to Speed Racer after being told that it's terrible and it didn't review very well. But then thinking it was really cool and just being like, oh, I like the shot composition. I like all the different, the coloring and everything. Like it has this really cool visual punch to it. So yeah, I think it maybe is one of the best live action anime movies, but that is an increasingly small pool as a lot of companies who try that stuff just went, actually it's better to just do a full on animated movie regardless and stop trying to make it live action. Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> So yeah, it uh, yeah, depends how it's done. Um, and next question from AJ. What are your thoughts on game streaming? Personally, I'm not a fan, even with good internet. I hope Sony's new PlayStation service makes it so that we can download PlayStation 3 games rather than stream them. I hate streaming. I love streaming. Why, James? Because I might, I might just be uh, have good internet at the minute. <laughs> so I might That's just a big be- brag what's, that, man. Yeah, what's yeah. the that's a humble brag, that isn't it? I take well, it back. Uh, I've me, got average internet, but like I've got decent internet because I wanted to be able to do these kind of things. Mm, even know? with your big monster-sized internet, are you not thinking that is there still not some lag though? Like it's not something where you go to hit a button and it's not as pristine as it could be if you were playing on a regular okay. one-to-one setup. No, really. No, okay, I, I think it's because I place it right next to the router. I specifically wanted. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Internet just to do these things. Mm. I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but like being able to play uh, Flight Simulator without having to re-download all 100 gigs. Yes. And it just works. 
Even, see, for me, every time I've tried this and I get the dream of it, and I think it's kind of fun when I've used my phone to do like a Game Pass thing and I've played like a few rounds of like the Master Chief collection on my phone or something, that's neat. But I can always tell that it's streaming, whether the graphics get a bit bitty, whether it's like the um, there's latency in the button presses yeah. or something, it's not 100% there. And so that always puts me off. And if you've not experienced that at all, then that's lush, but I've never been able to get a pristine connection. Yeah. That's what always puts me Realistically, off. Realistically, nobody's going to be able to do this for mm. a long, long time mm -hmm. because half the internet, like my last flat that I lived in, the internet was like one megabyte. It right. was terrible, and I could never do this. Mm -hmm. So it's just like depends where you live. Yeah, which I guess it's so like, unfair, really. True. I think like I, like the ideal version of this is what you described. Where you click on something, you can just play it. You don't have to install anything, and it just works. I've never had that be the case. Um, Josh, thoughts? I'm somewhere in between you both because I will happily play a streamed game out of necessity if mm. there's nowhere, no other way to play it easily. And um, you know, I was a big fan of PlayStation Now for right. a long time because you know I, I had a good stint in there where I was playing through all of the God of War games. I was playing through all of the Metal Gear Solid games, and it wouldn't have been necessarily feasible for me to play those games um, otherwise. Mm. So Certainly not with the same ease and accessibility that I had. However, yeah, like you, you realize that oftentimes, depending on the title, you're not getting the best experience. For instance, I wanted to play the Red Dead Redemption 1. That was on PS Now. So I jumped into it and just thought, something ain't right here. So right. I ended up going to a store and buying a secondhand Xbox version, which <laughs> just played so much better. So for me, it's, it's a case of I would never choose it as my first choice, but... I absolutely would because I do think the tech there is fine. You know, you're still getting a ah. good experience overall. You're just not getting mm. the best experience. I think that's my thing is I just, nah, it's, it's too much. Like it's too many blemishes and it's something that can be avoided. Like if I really want to go back to an old game, I'll do what you did. I'll go and find the console. I'll go find the game itself. Um, and that is like a hell of a way around to access it. But I just can't stand the lagging, the streaming, the whatever. So it always puts me off. The one thing I'd never justify is the Switch. Uh, mm. Cloud ports, oh, like yeah. how you can play Control. I Control, think, Resident Switch, Evil 7, Hitman, yeah. Once those servers Hitman. are down, you'll never play it again. Yeah. Mm. Which is just tight. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, obviously, as is proven, I think it was like, you know, a few days ago, all the Xbox stuff went down for a bit. Depends yeah. on what game it was and which cloud service it was. But they any issues with that, you're immediately impacted by it. Um, but yeah, just for me, I think as much as I like the idea of it, I've just yet to see it be proven. Like, I want to be able to play a game on streaming and have it feel like I was playing it normally. If that happens and, it, and the infrastructure gets there, then that'd be cool. Um, but I'm definitely with AJ. Just for me, I'm just not a fan. Um, next question from Steve. What are your favorite song moments in games? Holding out for a hero at the end of Saints Row 3, Danger Zone in GTA Online when you steal some fighter jets. Now, I don't okay. remember that at all. Now, that again, I didn't steal very many fighter jets, but I do remember um, Welcome to the Jungle in San Andreas when you're uh, making the getaway near the beginning of the game and you're taking everybody out in first person and Welcome to the Jungle kicks in. That is awesome. It's a lovely time. I don't really have that many set-piece music moments, really. I, I think of soundtrack moments. I'm incredibly surprised that you haven't mm. mentioned Control in the Astral Maze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't... Astral okay, Maze. that was sorry. Cool. Because was Poets of the Fall, who are the band that played during that thing, wrote music as the gods of Asgard. Um, I think they're called the gods of Asgard, which are an in in law band, not themselves. I think of that as, like, custom music for... Right. Like that, I don't think of it as, like, the same way that he's describing here. Um, but that's a hell of a shout, though, because, um, yeah, that music's awesome. One of my favorite memories is San Andreas yes. Uh, yes. turning the flying car cheat on and driving around um, the count the countryside mm. and then putting all my exes live in Texas on the K-Rose station. <laughs> and, you know, seven-year-old me would be loving it. <laughs> Seven? Yeah. There are so Horrible. many moments like that in GTA, you know, when you're just kind of driving down. For me, it was mm. always GTA 5 and doing a getaway with, like, five stars right. while uh, Glamorous by Fergie was playing, <laughs> which nice. was just made, made me feel like yeah. the most badass person in the entire world. I was like, uh -huh. this is great. The thing, if it was like, because I, like, specific moments, yes, there are scenes like holding out for hero 
would be one of the ones I would have picked. Or at the beginning of Saints 4, I think it's um, Aerosmith's Don't Want to Miss a Thing, uh, where your character is trying to latch onto a space rocket and then it all blows up and everything. Um, but for me, one thing I miss is EA Tracks stuff, when it used to be like EA used to put all their money into getting all sorts of licensed music. Um, like Burnout, like the, yeah, the Burnout old Burnout Paradise. soundtracks. Yeah, Burnout Paradise, Burnout 3, and um, Burnout Revenge, they all had great soundtracks. And like, same with Def Jam. Like, like they would make a point of getting all that incredible music and then maybe you happen to be having a fight as Joe Budden's in the background or whatever it is, but you don't get them anymore because EA don't put their money there anymore. Like um, sometimes 2K do on their NBA stuff. Um, but even the latest um, WWE game has like five licensed songs in it and then the rest of it are just wrestlers' entrance music. I feel like just either it's because of the music industry jacking their prices up or they just go, well, that's not where, where we're going to put our money anymore. Yeah, totally. Uh, I would definitely shout out as well the Fallout games uh, mm. just because... All of those, all the trailers for like Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, always had a music moment that stuck with me. And I mm. know that's technically the trailers rather than the game itself. Mm-hmm. But for me, the uh, the music in those titles, the licensed music, is such an integral part of its DNA and mm. appeal. Like, I have found so many artists, older artists from mm. those titles that I listen to now. I will be buying the Marty Robbins uh, Gunfighter Ballads um, record that <laughs> is coming nice. out at the end of this month. You know on what I mean? The cost of Fallout New Vegas. On the ink spots on Fallout. The ink spots are yeah. on Fallout. Ink spots like one of the only ones that I can pick out from all that stuff. But right, it's yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, overall, I feel like game soundtracks like are rarely prioritized in the top tier stuff. Like, some indie stuff will do it, like Hotline, Miami, or whatever. Um, but they're very few and far between. One more. Go on. Mad World. Uh, the instrumentals Ooh. in Gears 3 yeah. where yeah. Dom dies. So yes. Was, yeah. 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 That might be the shout, to yeah. be honest. Considering that, that was from a marketing, like a trailer, and then putting it in the game, too. Um, yes. Speaking of what you just said, then, with music rights not mm-hmm. being as prevalent anymore, I can always remember Forza Horizon 1, I think it was. Mm-hmm. It had like Arctic Monkeys in it. Same with Gran Turismo. Had right. All these feeder, whatever in it. Beautiful songs. But now, when I played uh, Forza Horizon 5, I couldn't tell you any song that was no, in No, same. And oh, just a day by Fido was on Gran Turismo yeah, 3. Yeah. yeah. It was. Well, yeah. You can remember that, but what was in <laughs> Forza Horizon 5? Yeah, you're not wrong. I like, yeah. I wonder, like I said, I wonder if that is the music industry's side of it, Probably, because yeah. obviously there's so many revenue streams that have changed for them over the last 20 odd years. Um, and maybe those songs are just way too expensive now for, um, you know, to be justified anymore. Um, but yeah, I miss that stuff. I feel like games had those audible footprints um, a lot more than they do now. Um, next question from Pinky. <laughs> you can tell this is from a couple of weeks ago. Where do we stand on the wheels versus doors debate? Now, I don't feel <laughs> like this debate got that big. Remember, Adam Cleary asked me about it, and then um, the wheels oh, versus the doors. Wheels. Right, Are there more okay. wheels in the world or doors in the world? We'll do this very quickly. James Dax. Oh, um, I looked at Josh. Uh, no, I, James I, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to let Josh go first. Yeah. So I, can I say the opposite. stand by. I think doors. I think, I think doors. I think, no, I think wheels. I take it back. I will go wheels because if we're going wheels of all sizes, then yeah. even a chair can have four wheels. That was the thing because when yes. I first thought, I thought, well, think about an office building or a mm. skyscraper. How many doors are going to be in that? Yes. But then you think if you're looking at an office, how many wheels on like desks, uh, chairs yeah. are yep. going to be in those? Even some cupboards, to be honest. Even yeah, but, some cupboards. But cupboards. <sighs> That's one door, though. Yeah, Not often. You don't just Not have as many one as cupboard, the wheels, though, do you? I, uh, like I still, your, let's just say in your house. Yes. In your house, how many doors are there compared to wheels? It's a great point, man. It's a good, it's a good point, but because I, but your kitchen will have like what, like ten cupboards. It's true, but if we're talking about like, but I'd still think the amount of office chairs would drastically beat the amount of doors in a giant building, which would make up for the amount of lack of wheels in my own house. James Dow has just convinced me there because really? even if you choose cars, like cars have like at least two doors, often three, they're five doors because you've got the front. They class like the boot as a door, and, and it's yeah. so not. So you're five compared to four. That's wheels. true. I mean, unless mm. you're using one of those two door. 
Uh, wow, on, but those desk chairs that have like eight wheels on, there's loads of them. Oh there's man, doors have eight it's, doors. You guys are both going doors. I'm gonna go doors. Yeah, I do like the band, but I will go with wheels. <laughs> yeah, the Foo Fighters song. Next question by Mad Mate. I'm a Saints Row fan. I started out on Saints Row one and two, and I finished them all. But the reboot doesn't give me very serious vibes, so I don't want to invest. What do you guys think? I keep forgetting this game's coming out. I couldn't care later less. this year. <laughs> where do you guys? Um, where you come down on Saints Row? Did you play many of the other ones? I played the third. Okay, uh, great. I love Saints 3. That's yeah, my favorite game. very good. I need to abstain from this because Saints Row has never, sadly, been my mm. thing. I tried yeah. getting into 2, tried getting into 3, did get out of hell. Uh, oh, God, it no. Just, it didn't, mm. didn't do it for me, man. Oh, Saints 3, I think, is the one where they they nailed everything. Yeah. Like, Saints 1, they were trying to chase GTA, and then Saints 2, they went all wacky because it was like, well, San Andreas happened, we should be wacky. And then um, GTA got serious again, so they went even more crazy in Saints 3. But for me, Saints 3 is where the script was really good, where they're like, they're celebrities in the world, and they're robbing a bank as themselves and with them with their own face masks on. And I was like, that's just a fun setup. And I was like, everyone's asking for autographs, even though they're getting killed. And I was like, that's that's kind of fun. So yeah, I love Saints 3. And then at 3. Yeah, then like 4 yeah. was like more of that, but too much superpowers that was when like the frame rate could barely handle it and it was just getting a bit crazy got out of hell was horrendous right um because it was just this weird like what if they had wings and you can play as johnny gart a character who never got over from day one <laughs> that no one cares about um and then yeah they're doing the reboot where do you guys come down on the reboot i guess because do you think they need to just do a full clean slate i mean I should they try and trade on the wackiness basically i don't think they necessarily need a clean slate mm. like you probably could have just continued it even despite of how wacky it did get and how ridiculous yeah. it did get. Um, for me, like, I just kind of feel nothing for this right. remake. Like, well, what even is Saints Row now? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Like, yeah. But GTA got wacky, though, with GTA mm. Online. Like, flying cars Well, they sort of, like, like separated it. I mean, GTA Five story is still kind of over the top in spots, but nothing like, compared to some of the setups for missions in Online. But I was reading, um, I think it was Tom Henderson, like, notable Call of Duty Battlefield leaker or whatever, and he was talking about some Saints Row details, gameplay details for the new one, um, where it's all to do with flow and flow points, where um, you're doing, like, a melee kill, then you might slide on the ground, then you might uppercut someone, or you might put a grenade down someone's pants and kick them into someone else, and all of those things count towards your, like, flow score, and it's all about chaining stuff together, kind of like a third-person bullet storm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's way more differentiable than what Rockstar are doing. So, like, you yeah. can Sunset double down on that. Overdrive comes mm -hmm. to mind when yeah. you describe that, which I can kind of get... Like a stunt into, system for combat. Yeah, yeah, like if you kind of make it almost into more of a rhythm game, like that could yeah, be, be interesting. Cool. My question is like the fan base for Saints Row are so, you know, ride or die. Like <laughs> I don't know how those changes are going to be appreciated. I thought the gameplay that we got after the reveal trailer actually looked fine. Looked Some of the decent. new stuff looks cool. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it looks kind of cool. Um, but I just don't really know what its identity is no. anymore. Mm. Or and For me, Saints Row needs to justify its own existence yes. and it hasn't done that yet. I think it's one of those things where like, it, so the, the new gameplay looks cool in like a physics sandbox kind of way, lots of pirouetting bodies and havoc physics and whatever and you can you can do that and powered by new hardware, it'll be very fun but in terms of like, how the hell do you age that wacky zany mentality of the early 2010s in 2022, like a lot of us see a million memes every day like it's not, I don't know how the hell you even come close this to doing it. might be a that. weird opinion but mm. I see Saints Row in the same way I see like Far Cry like, okay Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Far Cry, so I always see it come and then go. 
immediately. Right. Mm. And I can't help but think this will be the exact same. Whereas, it will launch, and then in a year's time, GTA will be out. So who cares about Saints Row anymore? It's interesting because, like, yeah, I mean, like the all this, the rumors around GTA Six are that um, production is nowhere near as on track as yeah. it should be. So I, I wonder if they've seen that gap in the market again Taking because advantage. you know so many crime games just dropped off because it was like well, we can't compete with GTA, but maybe this can. Well, I mean, if I recall, uh, Saints Row is slated for August, which so. is quite so a nice. Weird time for yeah, it, I think, just yeah. because it's sort of got this gap. You know, there's mm. nothing out in the immediate future that's going to contend with. This means it comes out before, you know, September, October, yeah. November, mm. God of War, it avoids all of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can be like, right, we're the only game in town. Why don't you try us? Hopefully we can convince you. I mean, mm-hmm. that's my optimistic view. It's a weird time to launch a game, August. Because that's the end of the summer well, holidays. It's because they were originally slated to release, like, around now. And then it oh, got okay. delayed a little bit, so I think they've just right. kind of pushed it a few months. It might get pushed Again, who knows? Mm, I kind of hope that they've like made the most of the new tech. Like, if they get out there and show some big, crazy set piece stuff that does feel like it has, you have agency in those set pieces and make the most of the physics and stuff, then I think you can get by on the gameplay. I think a lot of people, especially like you said, old school Saints Row fans who want it to be grounded and serious, who hated all the Saints Row Two onwards stuff, and um, that's obviously what they're going for. You're not going to get a grounded Saints Row again. So I think it's it's hard to try and sell it on the tone. I think they need to sell it on the gameplay. Um, but yeah, I keep forgetting it's coming out. I just feel like it's just. Just this weird, like, miasma of, like, Fortnite colors with, like, you know, physics action stuff. Um, but I guess we'll never, you never know. Um, next one is from You Done Messed Up Aaron, who says, Good day. What are your favorite candies? And why do wine gums suck now? They used to be so good. Did he? I'm not a wine guy. I used to love wine gums. <laughs> they always even make my tongue weird. They always, like, used to rip them out. I thought they were quite. Did give me? Oh, I, I love any sweet that oh, that threatens to take a tooth. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're absolutely <laughs> not gobstoppers though. They were like I don't know what the around well, the world calls gobstoppers. It needs but. to be a jelly based thing where right. I, I I bite down and I'm secure, then I bite up and I'm like, is it going? And it goes out? with you. Yeah, it, yeah, it comes yes. back up again. Yeah, I, yeah. Mm, I don't need that. Wine gums, though, I always found that when I had a few of them, because they had that weird little ridge and that weird, like, sort of flowery powder stuff that was on them. Yes. And then they would make your tongue sharp and weird. And I didn't like that. Okay. i tell you what can like do that. one. I know this wasn't the question, the opposite of the question. <laughs> Jelly babies can go away. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think, they, I think they're overrated, to be honest. Yeah, strange yeah. texture, strange taste, yeah. too small. D- like weirdly dry, like weirdly overflowered. Yeah. Just sort of... Yeah, not nice. Here's a question. Go on. With Tangfastics. Oh, my God. You are speaking my language. (laughs) I've started to stop eating sweets that are just coated in sugar. Mm. Yes. I've noticed. Um, But Tangfastics, because I bought some the other day for Jazz, and all she had was them. And I realized (laughs) this is not good for your teeth, is it? (laughs) (laughs) You realize it? All this sugar's not good for you. Twenty-six, twenty-seven years in, boys in my mouth. And you're just thinking, "Hang on, this might not be good." <laughs> Something's for the going wrong here. right now. <laughs> yeah. What could it be? There, I, I think everyone has that moment though, where you've had too many sweets, you've had too much fizzy pop, and you're like, "My teeth are twenty-seven. Wet. Yeah, yeah they're, they're wearing a sugar coat at this yeah. point. Yeah. I don't like it anymore. I will put a hot take out. I don't like any sweets. That is outrageous. I, I've gone for that. As I just, well. I've never cared. Even when I was a Chocolate, kid, though. Chocolate's great. Yeah. I'm classing it as everything other than chocolate, like Haribo or yeah. Tangfastics mm-hmm. or like gelatin-based stuff, jelly beans, whatever. I don't care about any of it. I don't I don't care. Like the things that you would class as candies, I don't care well, about. Well, I'm going to tell you my favorite candy right now and answer the question. Hopefully, we should probably make, actually I, answer the question. I can make yeah. you guys go, whoa, I forgot those are great. Go on. Wams, any form of no, Wams. Ah, they were all right. All right. I man. feel like they were upstaged by their own TV ads. And then I got them and I was like, eh. Oh, the mm. pinballs, the... The, the shoes, the uh, 
other things, the long cylinder things. I'm doing an emotion with my hand because I like those uh, fake candy cigarettes when I was younger. I used to. I like thought those. they were cool. Yes. Uh, not because I wanted to pretend I was smoking. I just like the idea of like you know when you see like a character with like a bit of buckwheat in their hand in their mouth, and I was like, well, I can just have that. I like that. I thought that was cool, and they came with Batman stickers. They certainly did. Yeah. yeah. Fake okay. tattoos. I like that. And also, my only go-to candy that I'll still consume, age 32 and a half, is cola balls. Little really? fizzy cola balls. Very vintage oh. choice. Very old school choice. Okay. It's a good time. Um, the Sonic 2. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just getting I'm really excited. Go on. You know, like the giant strawberries. Oh, those are They're unreal. Nice. They're nice. a bit too gooey then. Too they gooey. Are gooey yeah. They yeah. are gooey. My favorite Stretch a bit too much. of all time. I don't know if this will translate to US audience. Flump. <laughs> yeah, do you know, it's, it's just a twizzly marshmallow. This is where we got to disagree, man, because yeah. I do not trust the texture of those <laughs> weird, kind of marshmallow-based oh, gimmicks. No do Americans call them like mips or mups or pips or something? Oh, sure. When I was in, <laughs> losing my mind. Just call me? When I was in America, they we had little marshmallow things, and they were called like mups or pips or pups or whips <laughs> or whatever you call them. Yeah, them. And I'm, some American people will get in touch and say what they're called. They do little marshmallow things, and they're called mups or bips or pups or whatever. Nah, this called. is like a lengthy flump. It's not a lengthy flump. <laughs> it's worst, definitely a thing that nah. sounds like a mup. The worst thing you could do to me Slash is pup. put a bit of marshmallow in a hot chocolate. Like, I'm oh, like, get that. Get it out. I've oh. never seen that. I've never seen that in The Simpsons thinking I should try it. Actually, let me debut something on this podcast that I discovered the other day. Come on, then. Put cereal into a pint of milk instead <laughs> of a bowl. <laughs> the other day, I realized, because I was, I went, I had, I got some um, cookie crisp, and I was like, well, they're going to last on top of the milk for quite a while. Uh-huh. So I got a nice pint of milk, and I put the cookie crisp on top of it, <laughs> and then I drank it, and I had a mouthful of it. <laughs> it was really good. I'll tell you what. <laughs> for a period at and uni. Josh's face when I told him he was enlightened oh, for a period at uni I used to have a bowl of uh, cocoa pops and a glass of milk yeah and I'd, fuck, I'd oh. shot one of them and then have a neck of the other one <laughs> I'd ram these into my mouth and then take a swig I'm sure you would but I mean <laughs> it's still if you put the, the cereal into a pint I looked there and I was like I've been living the lie for 30 years got why two- can't I drink the pint of milk and have a mouthful of cereal as I go got two things to say about go this on. first in terms of combining two things yeah. the worst thing you can do for your teeth but something that is delicious is take a tank fastic put it in your mouth and then take a sip of full fat cork the, <laughs> the flavour explosion and certainly sugar explosion in your mouth is outrageous somewhere in the world some gang of 8 year olds are having this exact same conversation 8 year olds? Yeah. I'm 27 and I know I you are but some, someone else day. is breaking through the mould as well I'm just saying and secondly yeah. I, lo- I just love the image man of like you having some kind of crisis downstairs yeah. pint of cereal in, in your way <laughs> downstairs lights off what's going on I've got, I've got a crisis downstairs necking neck this pint of like milk and cereal and your wife just being like there's the man I married. <laughs> she was in full awe of like, why haven't we been doing this for years? Who sold us the bowl lie? It's a it's a pint of milk and you put the cereal on top and you don't guzzle it, you do a little mouthful. Same mouthful you might do if you were going to have it, but you don't need to bother with the spoon. You Save on the washing. It. What cereal did you have on top? It was a uh, Cocoa Crisp. Is that not crunchy? They're quite, quite, that's quite nice and crunchy. Then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the bottom layer will be quite moist of the milk. Eventually, but, but I mean, it, will be crunchy. you have it at a sort of brisk pace, so it doesn't get too soggy. But it was very nice. You I, do yeah. yourself such a mischief. You couldn't you do it with cornflakes. Having a Weetabix in there. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's no, that's crazy. That's weird. Oh, that's, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's weird. weird. My, yeah, you have I to cut it up to make it. Weetabix, haven't that? No, I have four weeks Weetabix. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I said that's not Weetabix. That's a pyre. That's like that's a full on light the beacons. A stodgy gondor is coming. Yeah, <laughs> that'll like fill you up for the full day, man. <laughs> I haven't eaten today because of that. Old flatmates who we used to live with. Uh, one was um, like a doctor in training, and to fill himself up before he went on his shifts, he would have what he called a 
a three tabix, which was just three Weetabix, uh-huh. in the fact that you've outdone that I've done with four, a four yeah. tabix. I love that he named it. Unheard of. Yeah. Couldn't tell you four I had three. Bits. I had a three tabix. I had a three <laughs> yeah. this morning. I glued it together. Um, somehow, this has been the What Culture Gaming podcast. We <laughs> stopped talking about games about five minutes ago, but it's fine because hopefully you had a lovely time. A massive thank you to everybody for sending in their questions across the last few weeks. Um, and also, yeah, it's been the What Culture Gaming podcast. I've been Scott Hilford. He's been John, J- ha, James oh, I've, John Dow. We missed the Weetabix. And Josh Brown. <laughs> we missed Tank Fast. <laughs> and we'll catch you next time. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.